Are you ready to become the go-to in your industry without having to fake it till you make it? I'm Caroline Vanatta, and I teach creatives like you the key that unlocks radical confidence so you can be proudly known as a creative expert. We're going to have meaningful conversations here to highlight the mindset shifts it takes to become your industry's go-to and stop trading dollars for hours. Taylor, thank you so much for joining us today. I am so excited to chat with you today, talk about some things that are relevant going on. We're recording this a couple weeks before it's launching, so we're definitely full-blown in the pandemic, processing everything that's going on, doing little pivots in our business. I know Taylor is still launching right now, very present, so I'm super excited to hear from you. But can you dive in and share with us a little bit about your story and how you got here? Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. So I got into the online space in 2017 and I kind of dipped my toe in the waters starting with digital marketing and influencer marketing and working with some of the biggest names, you know, like the famous people in the space that I didn't even know, like they were nobody to me at the time. I had no idea that this world existed. I was really just looking to work from home. That was my only objective at the time. So I got into the space and was like, wow, this is really a thing. And it's it's crazy. And, and I worked in that job for two years and I learned the ins and outs of funnels, marketing, everything in between, personal development. I worked with everyone from life coaches to mindset coaches to business coaches to e-commerce, like you name it. And I was like, I'm going to try to apply this to me and see see if it works. So at the time, it was August 2018 when I really started my business, I emerged into the space as a mindset coach. I was really passionate about like life coaching, mindset, all that stuff. My, we grew up with like the secret and the law of attraction. So I was like really heavy into the spiritual space at the time. And what I had found about six months in was I was doing okay, better than okay, actually, because a lot of people are going to listen to this and be like, oh, you were doing just fine. But my second month in business, I had a 10K launch. And I was like, this is 100% a thing. I can do this. That like just gave me hope where I was like, I'm not going to stop. This is it. So six months in, I realized I wasn't fully behind what I was offering anymore. And a lot of my clients were either entrepreneurs or emerging entrepreneurs. And I was like, I'm really gifted in the business space. Like I, I know how to work an online business. I've seen so many, I've done it to myself. Clearly there's something proven that's in my brain that I can help work with other people. And that doesn't necessarily mean I have to abandon the things that I love that I'm already talking about, like mindset, alignment, energetic work. So I was like, let me bring these two worlds together and see what happens. And that's essentially what led me to being a business coach. And I've been in the industry since. And when I made that pivot, my business literally just exploded. Yes, that's amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about what you offer right now and how you help people? Yeah, I help women make money online doing what they love in a way that feels good. And what I mean by that is like there's no one size, one strategy, one thing, one offer that you can do. I think 
innovation is where it's at and that's custom to everyone. So the different ways I work with people right now, I do a lot of group coaching and masterminding. That's, that's really my jam. I have something called the CEO mastermind, which is actually the first offer that I launched when I was making this pivot. It was my first Mm -hmm. high ticket offer too. And it sold out no ads. Like it was just total alignment. You know what I mean? So I focus a lot on launching. That's my jam selling on Instagram and just remaining authentic in your business while also making a profit. Yes, that's so awesome. So I want to kind of jump into this because a lot of people that are listening to this are creatives that want to launch an expert product. They're ready to stop trading dollars for hours, really share their knowledge and expertise but alignment is so important. And I love that you like, this was your background. This I'm sure just, even if it's not the main thing you're teaching, it's, I'm sure it's the root, like the base of a lot of your programs and how you are setting your clients up for success. Can you share some tips on, I guess, like even deeper than alignment, it's like choosing the right program, the right kind of expert product to launch, whether that's a course or coaching. Can you give some advice to creatives who are ready to launch an expert product? Yes. The first thing I would say is think about what your intention is behind it and what you're maybe not liking right now in your business that you're trying to get away from. Because if you are feeling strapped with client work and trading dollars for hours, then if you launch a private coaching package, you might make a little bit more money, but you're going to be in a really similar situation. So I think asking yourself, why am I, you know, incorporating this additional stream of income and what do I want that I don't have and how do I get more of what I want? And if it's more time in your schedule than something more passive, like, you know, a self-liquidating offer, a little $37 offer that leads to an upsell or an online course, or even a group program is a really great way to drive income with less of your time. So I say definitely start there just to get clear on why, because I've seen it happen a million times and I've done it myself too. You see everyone launching the thing. Oh, the memberships, those are hot right now. Oh, the group coaching, that's where everyone says to start. And when I said there's no one way, that's kind of what I was referring to because because you're going to see people in specialties that are going to try to convince you that their way is the best way, but you have to ask yourself, what's the best way for the lifestyle you want to build and kind of reverse engineer from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a great summary because there are so many people that are, you know, they're sharing the pros. If it's like an evergreen funnel, which is what I have right now running my membership, they're going to tell you why it's amazing. And you know what? It is amazing. And then people who are doing one-on-one coaching and really making that deep impact, of course, they're going to tell you why it's so amazing. And it really does take you tuning into yourself, you stepping back, not just being totally immersed in all these leaders who you love and look up to, but really getting in touch with you and what's going on. So I'm curious if you can share what alignment feels like to you. Like what is your personal experience with that? How do you know you're in alignment? For me, it's the and mentality. I can you know, have a lot of free time and a lot of income coming in and also be really happy and also serve my clients and also have space for other things versus 
getting in a situation where I feel like I'm strapped in an either or. I have to choose between the two things. And whether that's in my business or my marriage or my friendships or just personal development, as soon as I start to enter a territory where my mind is trying to tell me you have to choose, I know that I have to reframe something, relook at something, recalibrate, whatever that is, until I feel that safe. Okay, wait, I can have both. And it feels really good. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. That's so good. I haven't heard that. And mentality. That's awesome. I feel like this is a time where that alignment might get thrown off. You might be like, I still want to grow my business and people are telling me that they can't afford what I want. I still want to keep showing up online and I'm anxious as can be. What are maybe some reframes or ways to look at what's going on currently that can help us stay in alignment? I love this question. First, I kind of want to just give you what I define as alignment for anyone listening who's like, well, you know, what, what, it, what does it feel like if they don't know? For me, it's sitting down and it, it's looking at the things that I really believe to be true, like my conscious beliefs, not my limiting beliefs that creep in. But like, you know, the more fun I have, the more money I make. And I, my business is safe regardless of what's going on on the outside world. So I have those beliefs, but living in alignment for me is making decisions in the day-to-day when shit is hitting the fan that support those beliefs. So if I believe the more fun I have, the more money I make, but I'm finding myself in this pandemic and I'm not doing things that are fun to me because there's such a you know chaotic thing happening in the world, I'm not really living in alignment because if I believed that to be true, then I would make choices, conscious choices every single day that support that to get me more of what I'm looking for. So... Yeah. When it comes to staying in alignment, and again, it's it's what you define as it. So you can have natural human anxieties going on and also be in alignment. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing you need to fix. And I think it's kind of getting out of this brainwashing. I've heard people say, you know, the mindset manifestation world, it's dangerous depending on how you're educating your audience on it because being an energetic match to what you want and being in alignment isn't being positive and sweeping everything under the rug and being on your game and happy smiley all the time. It's looking at those feelings and sitting with them and being with them for what they are without anything else attached to them. So even for me, I'm someone who really battled with anxiety specifically in college. I was on all the medications and you know all the side effects and when I started to work from home and honestly separate myself and build that relationship with myself, I got away from the traditional way of treating it. And it hasn't really surfaced up, but I will say with everything going on, I'm noticing tendencies coming back. I'm a lip biter. I touch my face, things like that. Am I out of alignment? No, I'm a human being in the middle of a global pandemic trying to navigate my emotions. My business is still successful. My marriage is still successful. Money is still coming in. So I think that it's really coming down to giving yourself some grace because you can have different emotions coming on different days throughout this and also show up and also make sales in your business. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. It's really just understanding that our anxiety and our fears that are super relevant right now are just thoughts, are just like things that we're hearing outside of us. They don't really have to be our beliefs. Like I loved what you said, like 
my business is fine. It's, it's not going to need to be effective negatively by this. I love that so much. That's kind of more of like a mindset perspective, starting with us in our business, which is so important and is so helpful. I really hope that you guys are encouraged by that, that you're able to oh, just really take a breath and realize you're okay. You're doing amazing. But you said too, um, something my brother always says that really relates to it is that feelings are visitors. And sometimes like you have visitors that really overstay their welcome, regardless of whatever social cues you're saying to get the heck out. And feelings are the same way. And they might overstay their welcome and bring you to the point of more discomfort than you're used to, but they're they're not moving in and they're not going to last forever. Yes. And at the end of the day, it's like, I love that example of like overstayed visitors because it's just you having a boundary problem. With <laughs> like that's, you know, when you yes. too long, it's your, you, you are in control of the situation probably to at least most of the extent, yes. but at least how you respond to it. That's yes. totally like you got to own that. Yes, for sure. I'm curious what kind of pivots with your marketing, your strategy, your launching right now, you know, have you spent time tweaking your messaging? Where is your focus right now? So when all of this started to trickle from the news into like, I think all of us realizing, oh, it's hyped or whatever your opinion was, you know, three weeks ago versus settling in to be like, we're going to be here at least for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. The first thing for me is like, I'm not going to be super reactive because when we're talking about business, I'm all about sustainability. I don't, I'm not for like the one hit wonder type of deal. So I wanted to nail like really analyze the situation for what it was. I wanted to kind of do a pulse check on my clients, see where they were at and how not I was responding to it because I, how I responded was really going to depend on what my clients needed, whatever, however they're responding. And what came up was the sales thing first and foremost. I'm sure a lot of listeners can relate to that. Like, do I sell? And you know, everyone's losing their job. So it makes no sense. My business is going to slow down, whatever that is. And is it insensitive? And what if I get bad comments and this, that, and the other thing? So what I've been telling my clients is we're in a situation right now that's obviously unprecedented and it's talked about and we're all impacted in so many different ways. So it's just naturally first thing on everyone's mind regardless. That's nothing you can change. And it's probably like top of mind on your mind, at least like the top five, I would say for most people right now. (laughs) So when it comes to selling and continuing to do business, the first thing I said is it's not business as usual because you know, nothing's as usual right now. And I think that the mistake you can make is trying to, you know, business as usual. I'm not saying don't continue business. I'm just saying that people are responding differently. They're thinking about things differently. They have different things on their priorities. So we kind of have to just meet them halfway and make it relevant. And I always tell my clients too, you know, keep up on BuzzFeed. If there's those big award shows, like, you know, stay with what's relevant because that's a great way to market your stuff. I don't think a pandemic is any different. It's really relevant. So we have to tie it into our marketing. What I'm seeing that is making me like 
just my heart break is that so many qualified, amazing people of service entrepreneurs are slashing their prices 90% off, giving away their paid offers for free, stretching themselves so thin with free content to try to do the right thing. Or, you know, there's a lot of noise too. I could talk about this forever, but everyone's doing different things to contribute. Everyone's putting together different pop-up packages and offers. And, And then it makes you think naturally, am I doing enough? Should I be doing that? Do I need to donate a percentage of my sale? Should I make a new offer? Can I use what I have? And we just had a two hour call with my mastermind girls the other day and I was telling them do not build your business from the ground up. Do not reinvent the wheel. Right now is a great time to build brand loyalty and be innovative because when you can show up and you can serve during this time, people are going to remember you long after this is over. And an example I gave was we have a local ice cream shop around here and I live in Buffalo. So it's very cold. It just snowed last week. (laughs) So, you know, the ice cream places are not popping in Buffalo when it's snowing, let alone during a pandemic where we're not supposed to be outside anyways. So what this ice cream shop did was they put together like a subscription box for ice cream and it's $15. You can buy a date night package. You can buy a family box and you get pints of ice cream and cookies and stuff like that. And they sold out within like nine hours in the dead of winter in Buffalo selling ice cream. And my point to that is just people are going to buy their ice cream for the rest of their life. Not only that, after all this settles down, they have now created an additional stream for their business business, just trying to accommodate for what's going on. They weren't saying we've created ice cream boxes because of the coronavirus. That's implied. And I think when people are like, you know, do, do I say it? They're dancing around the word. They're like, how upfront do I be? It's like, I saw little Caesars commercial and they were promoting no contact pickup. We all know why they're promoting that. You know what I mean? So I think it's just addressing in a way that feels good. Again, if that's subtle, if it's gentle, if it's, you know, more in your face, because that's what kind of person you are, that's fine. Your audience is going to relate to most of what you say with anyways. And anyone who has a big issue, they're probably not your ideal client to begin with. Yeah, that's so good. And I, I love so much the examples you gave of the ice cream shop, Little Caesars, at the end of the day, they're solving a problem. The problem is I can't go out and get ice cream or I don't want to touch a bunch of people when I go get pizza, but I want pizza. Right. And like, they're not coming up with new flavors or new Mm -hmm. pizzas. They're just repackaging what they already have to make it work for right now. So what I want to say to you guys is like, look at what you have. Maybe there's a better way to repackage it. Maybe there's a better way to reposition it. Maybe if you had an in-person retreat, it's something that you look at and maybe do like a, a virtual virtual retreat or just, you know, accommodating to what's going on and then saying why. I think addressing it is important. When all of this started to go down, I knew I had a launch coming up in April and I wanted to just address it right off the bat. Yeah. You know, for me and my business, we're actually scaling up in our marketing and we're seeing our cost per lead drop and we're seeing, you know, good business success because that's what we believe to be true over here. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I'm still going to launch because if anything, more people are looking to launch their offers. I'm seeing so many of my friends who are entrepreneurs that are doing online workouts because they love the gym and people who are doing it anyway are now like, I want to monetize it. Maybe I could start a business. Aside from that, when all this settles down, maybe an additional stream of residual income wouldn't hurt. So why wouldn't I launch an offer that literally gives people a step-by-step plan to launch their business, podcast, freebie, offer, package, whatever it is. For me, 
that would be a really, really big mistake. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's so good. And I'm hearing that a lot of creatives wanting to scale back, wanting to take a step back right now. They're afraid, you know, people don't want to invest in branding right now. People aren't ready for those copywriting services. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Like things, they're always changing. They're always growing. But right now, you know, why not? Why not step in and fill that need? Because people are moving online. The space is going to get even louder. And if you can help people stand out, if you have a really amazing transformation you can give them, they need you right now. And you don't have to slash your prices 90%. You yeah, don't have that's to give- not serving anyone. And even for the copywriters or the designers, there's going to be the biggest boom online. And then it's just also historically, every time we go into a recession, there's a huge influx in entrepreneurships and companies being grown that end up being like major companies. So maybe you need to meet the people where they're at. And you, again, this is just repackaging and relooking mm-hmm. at how you can do what you're good at and just position it differently. So maybe the done for you packages aren't going to be the things that sell out right now, but can you put together, you know, a group program where you can teach your methodology of how you write copy or for branding, you know, maybe how to make basic graphics on Canva or something, because that's something that people are going to be like, no brainer. It's going to help them move the needle. And then when they're ready for the next step, you are their go-to person. Mm -hmm. That's so good. I've been taking some notes because you have been dropping so many knowledge bombs. This has been so valuable. I'm so glad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something I just can't stop thinking about is I'm sure you're experiencing this too. I just care so much about my audience and my clients. And we've already touched on this. They are experiencing totally different things day to day. And our content, we create it very consciously. I know you do, Taylor. Like we create it with the things that they're struggling with, their pain points. But this was months ago. We did this like research, we refined it, we wrote it. I'm curious if you have any tips or what you're doing, because I know you had this launch plan, but what you're kind of doing, how you're going in and tweaking your content, your message, like what specific things are you doing that are working right now? Yeah. So for us, we kind of go week by week just because like you said, I just like to stay relevant and I like to have a safety net where if nothing's coming to me, I do have something to show up with. But also I want the space if something does come to me, I want to get it out there. Mm -hmm. So we decided to just take it day by day by now. Like that's okay to do. We have so much content from the last round of five figure flow that again, going back to just taking what I already have and massaging it a little bit to make it more relevant. So instead of just being able to kind of copy and paste the post verbatim, I think it's important to give some context. So we're going to reframe a little bit of the the whole marketing heart behind five figure flow, because obviously, you know, three months ago, I didn't know the message was going to be really, it's a beautiful time to launch whatever it is. I just didn't plan on that being the heart of what's going to sell this thing. So we have to kind of relook at why? Because anytime I go into a launch or think about content around a launch, my question that I'm always looking to answer is why this and why now? 
because I can tell you about the modules and like, you know, what you're going to get and all of that stuff, but why this program compared to the others and why right now, not next time, not tomorrow, not, you know, a few days from now. Mm -hmm. So I had to ask myself that question and be like, oh my gosh, right now, that's such a loaded question. Why now? So it was just kind of reworking it around that. And I'm excited because, you know, a lot more people are online and consuming and to deliver it in this way, I think is a really awesome opportunity. And I'm really excited that I get to have it. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah. I love that question. Why this and why now? So that's something you use in all of your content, all of your launches. Oh yeah. Every time, because I know there's a lot of competition and I know that not actually I should not say that because I really don't believe in other, you know, competition. I believe that people might search the market and see five launch courses and have, you know, have to ask themselves, well, what makes these different? I want to provide them with that answer as soon as they go there in their mind. But I think the why now is even more important than, you know, what makes it unique because with like Parkinson's law, you know, if you give someone a certain amount of time, they're going to take that amount of time. So if I give them three weeks, they're going to take three weeks. If I say you need this today, here's 10 reasons. Like they're going to buy today rather than next week. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Yeah. It's funny how I feel like there's so many truths right now you're sharing that are always true and they're always relevant. But when we have these unique kind of lenses, we're looking at everything through. They're really powerful. So I kind of want to jump back to your story, if that's okay. And I'm curious if they're (laughs) looking back at the past, I guess you've been really going all in with this for about a year and a half. Is that right? Yep. What are some of the biggest mindset upgrades you've had to make along the way? The biggest one, self-belief, hands down. I know it's like, corny, everyone says it, but it's just fundamentally true. If you do not have like the resilience to believe you can have it and you're not going to stop till you have it. And my mom has always called me a heat guided missile. Like if I want something, just watch out. Like I think that you need a percentage of that and maybe it grows over time and maybe it doesn't come natural for you. And it's something that you're just disciplined because you want it so bad, but a hundred percent, you have to have that resilience. And like I was saying, when I realized this was a thing, that was it. Like I left my job about eight months later, like invested in all of the long-term assets, got copy, got branding. There was no other option. It was this or nothing else. So I think just that mindset is going to keep you, again, sustainable because that one launch, it wasn't like, oh, I can kind of, you know, chill and hang back. Like, no, it was the beginning. It was what's next. How can I improve it? How can I tweak it? And that kind of leads me into the next biggest thing I've learned, which was how can I evolve? Because when I first started my business, I kind of had this mentality of, I have to have my product suite. It has to be on lock. I have to launch the same things every single year, starting this year, become known for something. I have to lock in my title, my help statement, my colors, and like, that's it. We're locked and loaded. And I started to feel super uncomfortable about that because obviously like we grow every day and we're growing as people. And if you are a personal brand, as you grow, of course, your brand is going to grow. Of course, your message is going to grow. Of course, what you do and how you offer things and how you lead, it's going to evolve. So I think going into it, give yourself that permission. I remember I launched this one offer and I was saying, I just couldn't get behind it. And I was like, but I have to launch it once a year. And the reality is as soon as I close that program, my business exploded. So while you guys are kind of formulating these new offers and new ventures, 
don't feel like you're married to them. And if it, if it flops or if it wasn't as fun as you wanted it to be, or if it didn't feel as good, then you just changed it. And it's not a fail or a flop. You learned what you liked versus what you didn't. So you can go and get more of what you want. So for me, it's like, I don't even believe in failures. I think it's just another stepping stone that you unfortunately have to take to get to the next level. I love that so much. And there's so much wisdom in that because you took action. Like that's how you kind of figured out your next step is you experienced that failure. You experienced that launch, that program that wasn't quite right, whether it's what you liked, what sold or your clients enjoyed it or not. I love that so much because at the end of the day, we can't really just sit back and like dream up our perfect business. Like we can do an extent, but like we can't plan it all out. Like there's so much freedom and so much goodness in us having that freedom to evolve and change things. So I love like what you shared because you were taking action. You were figuring it out as you went and you were dedicated to evolving along the way. I think that's really, really powerful. I just think it's super important for people listening in the online space right now, if you have a gift and it really doesn't matter what it is, because I've been seeing people come out of the woodwork with just these gifts and talents that are so helpful and spreading so much light right now. I've seen musicians step up and teach music classes to kids who miss music class. I've seen courses on how to train your dog from home if you don't want to take them to a dog trainer because a lot of people are fostering animals right now, right? So it's like, if you have a gift, share it. Don't project your beliefs onto your business and self-sabotage. You don't know what other people's financial situations are. And while, yes, we know that you know a portion of the economy is going to be impacted, and yes, people are losing their jobs, there's also people like me whose business is, if, if nothing else, growing. And I want to give back to small businesses. So don't disqualify yourself before you even get to the race. If you just start out your day having the belief that people don't have money or no one can buy, like, how are you going to show up? Are you even going to show up? That's such a recipe for you to self-sabotage your day. I love that so much. It's so true. I feel the same way. Like my business is growing. Your business is growing. There is a market for B2B for sure, but there's so many other things and you shared so many amazing examples and stories. I'm sure anyone who's listening to this is so fired up. So can you tell everyone where they can learn more about you? Yeah. So I'm jamming on Instagram most of the time at Taylor Slango. I also have a Facebook group where we do free trainings. That's the Aligned and Ambitious Entrepreneur. And then anything that goes there is also usually on Aligned and Ambitious Radio, which is my podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much for having this super informative and relevant conversation today, Taylor. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being a part of the creative expert movement. Share this episode with a friend or on social media so together we can empower creatives to charge more, work less, and fall back in love with their businesses. If you're ready to jump in and become a creative expert, I have a free training where you'll find out yes or no if you're ready to launch an expert product like a course, coaching, or in-person event. Go to becomeacreativeexpert.com and DM me on Instagram. Instagram while you're watching so that together we can make a custom plan for you to become your industry's go-to leader. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Expert Podcast. I'll see you next week.